warning, due to adult subject matter and strong graphic language the Adrian Lozano show could be deemed offensive for any and all persons. You have been warned. Now enjoy the Adrian Lozano show. Lozano show. Let me beep telephone. The place to call your own. Well, the facts are still unknown. It's the Adrian Lozano show. Today's episode consists of movie reviews and the movie is Free Fire from 2016 directed by Ben Wheatley. This episode also has a thrift store review. The thrift store is Texas Thrift. Take it away, Adrian. Many greetings and many thank yous to you for listening. Ooh, all right. Time for some comedy. Woo. Comedy. So, comedy. Some people walk in to buy guns and then everybody gets shot. Ha ha! Ho ho! Yeah, that's right. Um, so, uh, as you may or may not have been informed by a robot voice, today I am reviewing... Definitely worth your time. Check it out. Uh, I'm gonna go into some details, but this one I'm not gonna spoil too much because it's fucking good. Uh, the only spoiler I'm gonna tell you is everybody gets shot. Everybody gets shot. But just like Moses, Lack's father used to tell him, eventually, everybody gets shot. So stick around. I'm going to jump right into this review. Thousand apologies. Hate when people are tardy. Fuck the small talk. Let's buy some guns, eh? I've never done a movie where I felt cool while I was doing it. We're constantly turning to one another and like, was that cool? Was that cool? And it's not the American, like, was that okay cool? It's like, was that cool? <laughs> so at this point, you're probably asking yourself, who's in this movie? Why should I bother? Well, if you like yourself some Killian Murphy with a C... He's a big ol' C for Killian, you know. It's like, is he a murderer? No, he's a Killian. Big ol' C. All right, so if you like Killian Murphy, if you if you aren't familiar with Ben Wheatley's films, get familiar with him. I'm about to. Um, and if you like Brie Larson's real life, and boy, does she got a good sense of humor in this. And then the could have been Batman and still could be a superhero one day, Army Hammer. Um, fuck, that dude's scary. I would not want to fight that dude over, um, you know, like, anything. Like, if he wanted to pay the check, he's like, no, no, I've got it. I'd be like, dude, I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. Just, just, just do whatever you want. Just do whatever you want. I think it's, uh, what is it? Uh, it's uh, 15 thirds. 
like, are you doing another math joke? You do like one math joke every episode. I have a bingo that I'm trying to play, okay? If you don't mind. The movie, Adrian, the movie? Yes, you're right. Thank you, Reflection. The movie also features, um, let's see, I want to pronounce his name right. Damn it. Charlto Copland? Charlto Copland. I love his stuff. If you don't know Charlto Copley's work, it's um, sad, really, that you don't know it. But he's the guy that, um, oh, man, now I'm throwing stuff. He's the guy that uh, was in District 9. Uh, he was the inspector that gets uh, infected or whatever. Um, he's just a great fucking character actor. Um, yeah. Uh, very, very good. Um, South African. Um, uh, it's, it's just, he's just great, okay? So, let's get this ball rolling. I'm getting distracted. so far what is the movie so far what the movie is is it's a gun purchase movie that old classic i guess it's um a genre there you go i guess it's a genre of purchasing gun movies or at least it fucking better be from now on so we've got brie larson along with Cillian Killian Murphy, and then uh, a few Brits, getting ready to go meet uh, Shartlow, Shart, I always pronounce his name wrong, Copland, um, and we, um, they get met by Army Hammer, who plays a lovable jerk, and so far, um, so far, it is in the 70s, vague, it's got a great soundtrack, uh, there wasn't a giant year that popped up at the beginning or whatever, um, and I wasn't horribly um, beat over the head with, uh, you know, what have you, um, <laughs> the logos and whatnot, um, so it is... Shit's just popping off right now. I'm about 30 minutes in, and um, first first shot just got fired. First shot just got fired, and shit's about to go off. It's good, man. And like I've said many a time, when it's good, it's good. But this is good. I mean, it's not boring. It doesn't drag. And the the little bits of character traits you have are the most part are for the most part uh hilarious absolutely hilarious like it's very very funny i like it 
so far. Let's see what happens when shit pops off. And everybody's gotten shot so far. Awesome. I I love it. I just broke something because I slammed my good hand down and my bad hands conjuring up evil. Okay, good. Um, oh my god. This, okay. What? If I want to be known for something, I want to be known for safety tips. Really? That Not comedy, not podcasting, not video art, safety tips. Always look out for fucking snipers. Always look out for snipers. Every chance you get, look out for people that have an advantage to shoot you from. Whom from? Uh, seriously. Like, pay attention to your surroundings. Always pay attention to your surroundings. Never rely on somebody else to pay attention for you. Without a doubt, you have to look out for snipers. That being said, also look out for people with knives. If somebody's holding a knife out in public, pay attention to that motherfucker because he's probably going to stab somebody. It's And I'm not talking about at a knife convention or whatever. I'm talking about like every day... You see somebody at the supermarket and they're holding a giant knife. That person's going to cause trouble. There's no reason to have a giant knife out while you're at a supermarket. There's no reason to have it out. Doesn't matter what the fuck your logic is. No reason to have a giant knife. Are you purchasing that knife? Even then, I'm sure it would be in a package. Alright, so... Snipers, man. Uh, fucking Snipers. Oh my god, uh, always look out for snipers. This is your unfriendly neighborhood, Adrian Lozano. Look out for snipers. So much like every single person ever, um, I've wanted to write and direct my own movies, and then once you get into that field, you realize that uh, writing and directing is really only one of the steps because you write one movie you film another one and then you edit a third and that is the one that you end up releasing um anybody who's anybody knows that if you have complete control here's an idea of complete control robert rodriguez complete control um mm, uh, you know it's that that's that's the best example i can give you when somebody literally goes as far as Writing, directing, editing, and making the soundtrack. I mean, and, you know, like, putting up your own money. You're never supposed to put up your own money in a film, but fuck. If you can do it because you know you're good at something. I mean, Jesus Christ. Okay, so Ben Wheatley directed this, also wrote it, and also uh, edited it. Edited the film. Um, he's responsible for a little movie called High Rise. Uh, Kill List, Sightseers, uh, I'm not familiar with this cat or these movies that I'm naming. Um, to be honest with you, I'm not familiar with this cat at all. But apparently he's an English director and, um, well, fuck, he can make a movie. Um, it's, it's not just me getting all gushy. It's like, oh, he sees one movie and he likes it. No, you have to respect when people have a distinct um path you know when they have a distinct flavor when they have a fucking 
good sense of style. And that's what um, this movie is. There are moments that are looked over um, and that are over-heightened and over-stylized. And he's basically commenting on that with this film. By the way, this film, it's, it's cool how you don't, um, you don't have the chance to watch every movie. And, well, you have to understand that if you go in thinking every movie's the same, then you're stuck. But with this one, I was like, oh, it looks like a shoot 'em up. Everybody on the cover has a gun. Oh, it's a shoot 'em up, all right. But it's done the way you would want to see something different. Um, I've already sold you on this. If you've made it this far, then, um, you know, um, I'm only going to talk about, I'm only going to gush over it more. So. Yeah, definitely check it out if you have if you made it to this point and you still haven't checked it out then you're probably me and you're like what the fuck i don't care do to do talk you know tell what you're gonna tell i'll make up my mind for myself blah, blah, blah. that's great <laughs> uh, but um realistically some things are worth watching um but if you're me then you stick around and you'll get the spoilers and then you'll see it later or whatever and you will know that it is good so, who steals the show, Army Hammer? Who's the only woman in the movie, Brie Larson? You know what? Based off acting talent, and I guess gun use, she needs those superpowers, according to this movie. She needs them, because boy, she, she is not good um, in a shootout. But... That's all I'm going to say about that. And I'm not quoting Forrest Gump. I'm quoting Tom Hanks. Um, so, yeah. Army Hammer steals the fucking show. He is too cool. Too cool. He's almost too cool for this movie, but this movie is also really fucking cool. So, you have to take that with um, an arm in... An Armin Tanzarian size. Um, look, Armin and Army sound similar. And the name Armin Tanzarian is so deep in my mind, it's not even funny. This is my serious voice. I'm being serious now. I like socks that are dry. If you like wet socks, you're a horrible person. At least that... It's what it says in the Bible. Anyway, um, so... I'm pretty sure Jesus hated wet socks too. Okay, so the whole thing about this is it's awesome. God damn it, Army Hammer's cool. Okay, truthfully, I just can't get enough of him. Uh, I like him. Ever since I found out he was going to be Batman. I saw him in The Lone Ranger. I saw him in The Social Network. This dude's cool. I like him. I like his... Uh, his demeanor, he's, uh, he's definitely a presence. He's somebody that um, you believe. You believe this guy could fuck shit up. You believe him. I believe that Army Hammer could fuck shit up, yeah. Um, if I could cast him as a superhero, he would make a great Batman. But I love Ben Affleck's Batman. I, I mean, while he's Batman. I mean, his Bruce Wayne's good too, don't get me wrong. His, his Bruce Wayne's good, but... His Batman is fucking badass. Like, specifically the scene, 
specifically the scene where he saves Clark Kent's mom. If you haven't seen that, if you haven't seen that, do yourself a favor and just look up Batman saves Martha Kent. Oh my God. It's the best Batman ever. He's shooting guns. He's killing men. It's what everybody wants Batman to be. All right, moving on. Of course, I'm going to talk about Batman because you got Killian Cillian over here. Look, I know his name's Killian. But I'm used to Killian being spelled with a K. And if it's a C, well, Cillian. Right? Am I wrong? If I'm wrong, go ahead, write in. And tell me your favorite color. Don't tell me whether I'm right or wrong. Just if... If I'm wrong, write in, and that will be me knowing what's up. Like, I'll be like, oh, I get it. Their favorite colors, aqua. Um, I'm going to have some great uh, shows coming up for you pretty soon. Uh, I'm doing this just in time. Uh, just a hair shy of uh, the Captain Marvel movie release. Which, that full release is, uh, let me consult the old calendar. That's coming out in, holy shit, March 8th. That's March 8th, folks. And are you going to get a Captain Marvel review, like, pretty quickly? Yeah, pretty quickly. I'm pretty quick. I got a pretty quick turnaround. Turn around every now and then I get a little Brie Larson and I see that fucking look in her eyes. Yeah. So she's great. Like I said, if I if I if I wasn't clear on that, she's great, but Army Hammer really steals the show. She's great in the sense that you believe her as well. You believe all these characters. It's it's a rich tapestry of characters. And then it becomes a cacophony of gunfire. <laughs> it's insane. Um, that's all I really want to leave you with. Uh, having a friend that is not into spoilers kind of makes you reconsider certain things. And this is something worth watching. Um, if you don't know what happens, I know I spoiled it and said everybody gets fucking shot. But aside from that, did I do that? Um, aside from that... Um, you, if you like shoot 'em ups, you're gonna love this movie. You're gonna love it. But I only like shoot 'em ups. What What are you telling me? I'm I'm gonna make a commitment. You're gonna take that leap, baby. You're gonna take that leap. I believe. Oh, that's uh, Book of Mormon. If you haven't seen Book of Mormon, check it out. Um, it's amazing. Okay, so yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so fresh and so different. Ah, oh, uh, this this cat, Ben, who directed it, he's good, man. He's fucking good. Um, finally, Britain did something right. Um, finally, for once, you know? I mean, after so long, <laughs> finally something worth, you know? No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, your credit to your Britishness. Look, it's it's amazing. It's a great. I now want to see more of his stuff. Um, it's it's good, man. It's very very good. It's 
Um, it's worth, uh, one, it's one of those things that's, like, worth reacting to. Like, don't fucking, you know, you can look up a trailer. Look up a trailer if you want, but, um, go into it blind. Go into it blind. I didn't mean to be insensitive. I, if I have any vision-impaired listeners, man, you know, uh, it's, when I, when I really engage a film, I'm on my feet and I react to everything. I'm reacting to the sound, I'm reacting to the sights. But the theater of the mind is something that you can't top. And I often do watch the um, uh, Impaired Vision audio commentaries. If you've heard them, man, they are something else. They are something else. Like, for real, something weird if you're not used to things being described. Um, give you an example. Uh, I might pull this audio clip out later, but, uh, it's, it's weird how in Avengers Infinity War, uh, Wong, everybody knows Wong, creates a universe. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what is said. Creates a universe, um, which just the imagination that goes into that, I, I mean, Wow. So you really got to give people more descriptive things uh, when you're describing something. Where did this come from? You got way off track. I know, I know, and I don't give a fuck. It's my show. Um, okay, so what's up with this? It's it's great. It's fucking great. Okay, so I had talked a little bit earlier about the um, what have you. Another great thing about the um, the commentary along with the special features, and there's not that many, it's really just more or less uh, a few things. Um, the, the commentary and the special features are real good. I would compare it to uh, Robert Rodriguez again as far as filmmaking 101. If you're an amateur filmmaker or an independent filmmaker or... You know, whatever, low budget, I got you. Yeah, I know, I know, what, I've been there. I've been there, I'm still there, I'm there right now. Hey, it's me over there. Um, what's up with this is that he lays it out for you. And the coolest thing, which is difficult because everybody has a different editing process, but the coolest thing about uh, Wheatley, or um, Ben Wheatley, the director, uh, editor, writer, he has an edit bay that he has set up, so he's editing as the footage is being um, like, as soon as the shot is done, he's editing it. As soon, like, on the set editing, that's, it's not unprecedented, but it's something that's only possible really now, um, in the age we live in, in the time that we have now, that is something that is totally possible and feasible. So, um, and as an editor myself, it's, there is no uh, better way um, to do it than to be organized and to be precise and to know the geography of your story. Think about this. Every time you create a world, you're creating – or you create a story, that story's got to exist in a world. That world's got to have a map. That map has to be real um, and tangible, meaning like you have to draw that map and like this happens here, this happens there that's um, the best kind of advice. And you're like, no, don't give away your secrets to filmmaking. They're not mine. They're on a public, like, this is, this is, 
These are tips that you could get if you watch the movie or you get if you listen to the podcast. But regular people, you could tell a regular person this and they'll be like, now I know. And they run away and you're like, fuck. But um, truthfully, no, it's it's one of those things where it doesn't matter about the trips, the trips, the tricks and the pimps and the johns. It doesn't matter about the tricks and the tips. Um, it doesn't matter because everybody's got a story to tell. So if they've got all this at their disposal, then if they don't make a good film, it's because of the story. I mean, it's ultimately is what it comes down to. And this movie is so well executed that, I mean, it's, it's just well done. It's, it's great filmmaking. It really is. So another thing I've got to say about this film that's not giving anything away is it's pretty much shot to take place in order. There's no like jumping around. It's continuous, not one continuous shot, but it's, um, it's sequential. Like everything happens in order, um, you know, and it's, uh, it's all taking place, you know, pretty much in real time. Like essentially it's in real time. I mean, there are. Uh, like I said, there are no cuts. It doesn't jump around. It doesn't move around. Um, uh, what's that called? Um, uh, in the quantum realm? No, you're thinking about Ant-Man. Ah, the quantum realm. Okay, but um, practical effects. That's the other thing. Practical effects are awesome. Uh, very awesome. I am a big fan of practical effects because I feel like when you film something for real, it... It just grounds things. Um, you can't put all your money in digital head explosions and uh, digital bullet wounds or whatever. You need real bullet wounds. No, I'm just kidding. You need real um, squibs and you need real um, uh, prosthetics and um, uh, what do you call it? Um, the director does something that I really was uh, totally, totally tripped out on. Um, let's, uh, there's a scene where a person gets run over. I'll leave it at that, and the director will. Uh, because of some things that happened on movie sets before, everybody remembers Brandon Lee. Everybody knows that shit can go wrong. Um, the director opted opted to do the stunt first before um, having the uh, well having his actor do it. Uh, bless you, uh, my cat sneezed. Guten Tag. Oh wait, no, that's not it. Um, what is it? Uh, oh, I always forget. You know, I was around a lot of people that would look at me weird every time uh, I would speak German. So I don't speak as much German as I used to. But uh, Wiener Schnitzel, everyone. <laughs> um, no. Um, yeah, sweetheart, it's okay. She's got a... Look, there's a hairball problem. Hairball problem? There's a hairball problem. We need a ball hair! Not a striker. We need a... No. Okay, so... Um, yeah. He opted to do the stunt beforehand to show the safetyness of it because if anything was going to happen, he would want it to happen to him 
uh, versus happening to an actor. But truthfully, nobody wants it to happen to anybody. I would put a dummy's head under there first. Try it. Try it again with the dummy. And then, then you lay down and, you know, it's like, okay. The third one's really when his head exploded. What? No. Um, so listen to what director Ben Wheatley has to say about the effects in this film. Movie are practical. Even down to Sam Riley being run over by the truck. It's a real truck and there's no CG in that, but it's a, a, a gag that's kind of lifted from Penn and Teller where you do a counterbalance. So you've got three of the wheels are, are real and the front one's a rubber one. And then there's weights on the other side of the truck so you can actually run people over for real with the truck without it hurting them. And, um, and I said, look, it's fine. I don't know why you're all so scared. I'll do it. I'll let the truck roll over me. I have the director trying this out now. Okay, go forward about a foot. Happy with that, yeah? Keep going, keep going. Okay, keep going and stop there for one second. Just need to find a sweet spot. I'm not a brave man, you know, and it was quite traumatizing, to be honest. Good luck, everyone. Stand by. Ready? Three, two, one, push. And twist your head. And like doing it was all right, but immediately afterwards I felt sick and, and terrified for the rest of the day. Put up on a good brave face to Sam and he did it. It was fine. Yeah, for real. Isn't that awesome? So here's the music. Uh discussion section of the commentary that got me interested. Um, check this out. The music is brilliant here, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really So this is um, Jeff Barrow and Ben Salisbury, who did the uh, soundtrack for Ex Machina. So. And now some inspiring words about... Men from Captain Marvel. It's not much different than any other film. I mean, most films are pretty male-heavy. I will say the one thing that I've really learned from the men here is that every surface is a canvas for which to draw a penis on. Like, it's amazing. I can't believe it. Anything. Like, if they somehow find a pen, there's just penises everywhere. Yeah, poor Brie. The walls are just dripping with uh, testosterone poisoning. <laughs> and that was Noah Taylor that said poor Brie. Noah Taylor, you know him. You know him without even knowing him, motherfucker. That's how bad he is. That's how bad he is. He is Gordon in the film, but Noah Taylor is... I think the most memorable role for me is he's the tech support guy from Vanilla Sky. Tech support! I wanna wake up! That's him. Actually, you've been in our facility this whole time. And we're also doing a complimentary enema. So yeah, uh, Noah Taylor. Um, if you don't know who he is, look him up. But he's the tech support from uh, the Vanilla Sky movie um, that everybody loves. You know, with uh, Cruz Tom. Hey, just to let you know, I've got an ad coming up um 
If you would like to sponsor the show, I'll gladly flap my uh, mouth. <laughs> that guy's flapping his mouth over there. Yeah, I'll flap my mouth. I'll do it right in front of everybody. Look at him just flapping his mouth like a pervert. Um, yeah, if um, if you would like to sponsor the show, you can get a hold of me at uh, Adrian Lozano Show at Gmail uh, dot com and. Um, yeah, I'll be happy to represent uh, whatever you got going on. You know, if you're a restaurant, I'll uh, say your food's the best, uh, you know, and uh, I'll even try it first to see if it's accurate. Um, you know, whatever. I uh, need money, folks. That's what it gets down to. I need money. I'm, uh, I got a lavish lifestyle of buying discount meat and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> All right, so please, um, please find it in your heart to tolerate this ad or skip it. It's like two and a half minutes, so you could skip it. Um, I'm cool with you skipping it. The important thing is the loading of the downs. Um, load them right down. Just load them down. Yeah, downloads help. So tell a friend, tell two friends, Wayne's World that shit, and they'll tell two friends. You know how it goes, but... Just bear with these uh, ads till I get better sponsors. If you don't like this ad, be a sponsor. Get Sponsor me and I'll promote you. You want to hear the sound of a man trying to muster up some courage, let's say. Alright, go ahead and muster for the people. No! No! Get him out of here! You hear those keys? Those are the keys of a man with an idea. What's the idea, Adrian? Thanks, Mayor. Yeah, whenever I do this podcast, I'm usually looking in a mirror so I can tell whether or not this son of a weenus is genuine or if he's full of the crap. He's usually genuine, like a genuine draft. I'm like a genuine draft, um, like a genuine military draft. Okay, so I was thinking, who wants to hear me... Um, because I've done the deep, what is it, the deep blue somethings, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I've done the Jesus of Nazareth version. I was thinking about doing the um, the Adrian Lozano version. But it's just such a good song that I don't want to corrupt it anymore. So if you don't know about the deep blue something, get into it, man. It's good stuff. And I said, what about meow, 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 meow. You just said you weren't going to... It's a hard habit to break. It's a hard habit to break. Okay, so uh, what I wanted to talk to you people about was something important to me. This is important to me. This is my important voice. Listen to how important this voice is. Importante. Okay, so I am a thrift store going motherfucker. I love going to a thrift store. I love going to a thrift store and I'm a heterosexual male. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that rare? Isn't that awesome? Oh, I hope I made some panties moist out there. I really do. I really do. I 
they dried up when you did that high squeaky voice. I know. I really know. Okay, so... I really, uh, since I was a kid, I've always uh, been frugal. I was diagnosed frugal by many doctors. My parents, um, you know, spent many a night drinking away their troubles, uh, trying to hide the shame of uh, being the parents of um, a son who was frugal. Um, It was just instilled in me as a, you know, being a man uh, now and being a child then really has opened my eyes to the fact that I'm a man now and I was a child then. <laughs> Do a flea market. Oh, I love me a flea market. I love the flea market. Um, I love estate sales. Fuck, if you don't know what an estate sale is, you're a loser. You are a loser. Um, yeah, estate sales rock. Um, I don't buy new. I really, the only time I buy new is when I'm buying movies that my geeky ass cannot wait for. Like when I'm getting, you know, Avengers Infinity War at midnight, you know, because uh, I'm there at Walmart just tapping my foot going, it's 11.59 already, come on. Is that uh, real? Is that a true story? Yeah. I uh, I like movies. Movies, I'm I'm just so obsessed with movies. It is insane. But that is not the topic of today. The topic of today is that's not the topic of today. I was just um, setting the mood, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So the topic of today um, is. Uh, Thrifty Storin, or Thrift Storin. Thrift Storin. He's a rip-roaring Thrift Storin. Yeah, there you go. That's it. I think that might be the title of this episode, folks. Rip-roaring Thrift Storin. I like it. I love it, Max. Do you like it or do you love it? I gotta go out with it again. <laughs> like, can you decide if you love somebody on a first date? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. It depends on how long the date is, really, truthfully. <laughs> if it's a long first date, then yeah. But if it's like a quick first date, unless she's like, I love all these things, and I'm also a hater of all these things. And you're like, ah, it's my list. It's my list. It's now or never. No, not Bon Jovi. I don't want to I just want to It's my wow. Bam, bam. It turned into the Batman theme song. Why? Because it did. <laughs> okay, so recently I went to Texas Thrift off of Eisenhower. In the good old SATX, that's what I'm talking about. SATX, yeah, Alamo City. Okay, so I went over to the store and I found me, I found me a found, wait, yeah, find me a find, catch me a catch, lick me some. Okay, so um, I got me a hat that is definitely the Joker motif. I don't care what anybody says, it's got a green, fucking bright lime green bill. With, uh, purple. It's purple. I stepped on a water bottle. Cause, um, I didn't see it. Uh, it jumped right out in front of me, folks. I water bottled. You water bottled? A little bit. 
you know, when you get to a certain age, water bottles all look the same. Really? I, I would say the opposite. I would say when you get to a certain age, every water bottle looks different. You're really not on my side today. I'm never on your side any day. What, are you what delusion do you have that I'm on your side? I don't know, reflection, but you're really landing on thick. You know, that came out at the end of a movie with David Schwimmer, where Schwimmer played a breast implant doctor. I cannot remember the name of the movie. I'll do my research and I'll get back to you and let you know. Eventually, one of these days, one of these days, I'll get back to you and let you know what I'm talking about. It might be soon, it might be later, but I'm pretty sure I will figure it out. Maybe not, I might forget. So, uh, Schwimmer is a doctor who is a plastic surgeon. It came out, it was an HBO original film. Film, and, um, fuck, what was it? It was so, oh, what was it? Meow meow it was over the credits. Uh, the uh, the where was it? The trash can man, right? Anyway, um, yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. Um, that movie, it was uh, better than I thought it would be. Um, but also, David Schwimmer is a lot cooler than you think he is. Um, unless there's some YouTube video where it's like. How sad is David Schwimmer, or the sad true life of David Schwimmer? I just saw the Chenandler Bong one. Yeah, I watched Friends. Get off my ass. You know, whatever. Anyway, going back to Texas Thrift, this fucking hat is a Superman hat. That's right. But, Adrian, earlier, let me, now, correct me if I'm wrong. You said it was a Joker motif? You used the word motif? You thought correctly? No, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, in his wheelhouse. Uh, now you're throwing around words like wheelhouse? Everything's coming up wheelhouse. <laughs> oh, Millhouse, you fucking loser. Anyway, if, uh, there's anybody listening who likes Millhouse, you're also a loser. But it's okay, you loser. Now, um... Because I'm sure somebody somewhere loves Millhouse, and that person's waiting around the corner. Quick, get the knife. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's a Superman hat. I'm a Superman fan, and it's got one of them designs on the underside of the brim. Now I'm a fold my brim kind of guy. I fold my brim because I usually throw my hat in my back pocket. I'm a hat in the back pocket kind of guy. <laughs> I'm coming to these realities, these revelations, folks. Oh, my God. I wear my hat on my head. Oh, my God. My hat. It's so cool. I love the design. He's punching Brainiac. It is awesome. But um, overall, it's it's just different, but slightly, you know, slightly different. I... I can't stress this enough. It's different, okay? But you have two pairs of black boots, but one's flat and the other has heels. Oh. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so, it's interesting that um, this hat was calling out to me. A dollar. A fucking.
fucking dollar. Uh, uh, one USD dollar dollar. One dollar American. Yeah. So I was excited. That was really cool. I um, I find a lot of interesting stuff there. I probably won't now that I'm sharing this, but whatever. I found me a Power Ranger shirt there once. That's right. I found me a Power Ranger shirt, and it was my favorite. It was the Dragon Zord. Oh, my God. If you don't know this about me, let me clear the air. I not only like the Power Rangers, but I especially dig that Green Ranger. Oh, man. That guy's cool. All right, so now that you know that about me, I think you understand a little bit more about where I'm coming from. You know, it's always a bitch when you blend songs together and you're trying to come up with something original. So you're like, I'm going to clear my head. Here's my process. I'm going to clear my head and then I'll like wait for a rhythm, you know, and uh Hey, wait, isn't that a song? This is the meow, and then something, something, and meow, 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 together forever, and meow, 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 meow. I don't know, because everything's going to be all right, yeah, yeah. Meow, meow. Go, go, baby. All right, so, um, no, no. What about, um, how would I break down my history for you? Okay, so I was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. No. <laughs> oh, that laugh. That sinister, sinister laugh that's gotten me in trouble a few times. Uh, I laugh like a person, I guess. But um, if I get into a certain... There's a certain rhythm of laughter... Listen to the rhythm, to the rhythm of the laughter. Listen to the rhythm, to the rhythm of the laughter. All of the girls in love are the laughter. Listen to the rhythm of the rhythm of the laughter. See, I just, I went with that one. Um, that was, he freestyled a song badly? Yeah, I did. I kind of did. I did that in a way. Because I care about you. But not really, though. You know, because there's always that expectation. It's like when you meet uh, a woman you love and you're like, I love you. And she's like, you know nothing about me except what I look like. It's like, yeah, but I love the look about you. <laughs> That's not, that, that does not go over well. Um, now I think I'm getting to the point where I'm old enough to be like, hey, you look beautiful. I only hope you're a decent person. <laughs> like, that's my one. Like, I'll be forthcoming with that right away. I'll be like, just seriously, like... Are you the kind of person that's terrible, like, behind closed doors? Like, are you a horrible person? Because if, if you are, I am also a horrible person. <laughs> and I think we would really hit it off. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, um, what makes you a horrible person? I will, um, I don't know, um, obstruct traffic so that way a dog can cross the street. You put human lives in danger for an animal safety. Yes. Yes. Yes, I will. And people have told you that that makes you a bad person. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. And how do you feel about that? Those people can go to hell. 
And where do you believe hell is? I think it's uh, somewhere over there. Um, you know. Over there. Where, sir, when you use your eyebrows, nobody can see that on a podcast. That's right. That's right. For the listeners, I gestured my eyebrows quite a bit at myself and then realized, you're recording a podcast, idiot. Ooh, too soon, too soon. Mm. Ah, mm, thunder. Mm. Ah, mm, thunder. Mm. La, la. Mm. Oh, my goodness gracious, gracious goodness, goodness, goodness me. So, if you're the kind of person that likes to buy clothing new, I can understand where you're coming from on maybe something like socks or underwear. Absolutely agree 100%. However, things like pants, things like, you know, I mean, I guess the other exception would be like slip-resistant shoes. You want to get those firsthand. You never want to get those secondhand. But like chucks, chucks, I mean, people, you can get chucks that some people get. Like, you got to remember, people will get rid of things because they're not the right size. Because they either can't return them or just don't. They just, they're just like, well... This was a gift. I have no receipt. I can't return this. Fuck. You know. Um, <laughs> ratchet, batshit, dirty old twat. 60 old ass all the time. Alright. Uh, hooray. Lizard shit. Fuck. Oh, I miss George Carlin. Um, look, it's it's one of those things where you have to be... Look, you have to be frugal. I, sh- I shop at half-price books. You know what I'm saying? I, um... I just go to a bookstore. It's, it's just right then and there. Ladies, if you were looking for a man who knows his way around a bookstore, why don't you check me out? They're like, okay. Uh, like, how about a man who knows his way around a tool room? They're like, great. I know what these tools are and what they're used for. Can you do the things that they're used for? I know what these tools are and I know what they're used for. Can you do the thing that the tools are used for? I'm not going to repeat myself a third time. <laughs> I'm getting better, though. I'm reading more books. Uh, my What? Oh, you're calling me a liar, huh? I see how it is. I'm being called a liar, folks, by a cat who spends most of her time outside sleeping on the hood of a truck. I'm looking at you! Yes, you! And for the listener, she's a troublemaker and a handful and easy on the eyes. If you would like to check out what I'm talking about, uh, you can go. Oh, oh you're going to tell them where they can go? Um, you can go check out my Instagram, uh, Adrian. Marcus Lozano. It's either all one word or it's not. I don't know. It's the one with the pictures. Jesus, get off my back. Okay, I guess you can get back on my back. So, yeah, it's the one with the pictures. You can see pictures of my furry kids and pictures of my ugly mug and whatnot. And, uh, little girl, you're about to jump up there, aren't you? And she's up there, folks. She jumped up a good, like, three feet. Oh, this is the exciting world of being a cat owner. Not to brag, but I'm pretty badass. 
I remembered that the name of the movie was Breast Men. The pervert in me remembered that. It was 1997. Uh, okay, the year I couldn't remember. The year I did have to look up. But I, kn- I remember the fucking name of that movie. That's my superpower. To remember names of movies that nobody ever fucking saw. Ain't it impressive? Look at it. Just lay it out on the table and you're like, ooh, put that away. Or put a paper towel under that. Or on top of that and under that. And also put it away. Um, why was I talking about Oh, yeah, Breast Men. Um, don't get into that song again. Okay, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a movie. Uh, Chris Cooper's in it. Uh, Schwimmer's in it. Uh, there's a lot of women's breasts in it, so if you like seeing a lot of women's breasts, if you're into that kind of thing, which, uh, if it came out in 1997, let's see, I was in middle school, so yeah, of course, I was all over that. But, uh, thinking back on it now, I remember the song the most, because the ending, uh, was quite, uh, surprising. So, um, yeah, very, it's, it's, uh, it's worth watching, I will tell you that, because it's about the first breast implants, I think that, uh, it's a, a guy from Texas, and um, uh, it takes place in the '60s. So it's, um, yeah, it's really, uh, it's really something else. Um, but it's worth watching. It's a, it's a, it's, um, it's worth watching. Okay, um, now I have, I'm not reviewing that because I haven't seen it again since I was a child. <laughs> since I was a child, I have not seen that movie. So that that would be like me um, reviewing like. Um, the never-ending story. Like, I haven't seen the never-ending story in, like, a fucking decade. So, um... And I always want to do the never-ending story theme to She Blinded Me With Science. The never-ending story. Story. A story that would never end. Come on, man. She blinded me with science. Science. I train you. Falco. Okay, so... Uh, she blinded me a tree. You okay? Stop it, dude. For real, like chill out. We get it. All right, you're you're silly. We get it. You're silly. Stop it. So the hat. <laughs> Typically, Superman's color themes are. Ooh, sorry about the popping. I'm experiencing difficulties. That are actual. They're not technical. We're not. No. These are actual difficulties. Actual difficulties. John McClane. Mr. Cowboy. Is it Harry Potter? (laughs) Mr. John McClane. Mm. I don't know why I got an Alan Rickman. That's why. Okay. Um, So... Wouldn't he be, like, what, like, Terrence Stamp is a great General Zod, but I think Alan Rickman could have made a good General Zod back in the Die Hard days. You know, kneel before me, Superman. But the people, Zod. Okay, any fucking way. Any but who's a doozle. But how's a diesel? But he's a hoozle. If you're listening to this at a public place, I love you so much. And I hope there are no youngsters around because this is, I mean, the man's talking about hats and thrift stores. They can't hear that kind of talk. 
Okay, so Superman's colors. Do you know Superman's colors? Do you know what gang he's in? He's got a red cape. He's got a blue top, I guess, the women's. The women's? The women's call it tops? Do men call them tops? I heard uh, one woman say on a podcast. Um, no, men do not call them tops. But uh, I just did. So, uh, and his S. His fuck, his S. You just look at this man's S. Um, it's got a yellow background with a red S. Now, if you're saying, yeah, I know, jerk ass, then hold on. Just chill out a second. The hat I've got has a yellow S with the almost like, uh, like a, like a light baby blue, maybe like a, a teal or, um, ooh, it's, look at it, it's just simplified. It's yellow S and a blue background with a purple hat and an orange bill, brim, lip, wiener. Okay, anyway, did I say orange? Did I say orange or green? It's green. Because I was thinking about that Eminem song, that's why. That jerk Eminem crept into my... Because I stick out like a green man with a green... Whatever, look, we all know that he's... Yes, he raps, whatever. We get it, we get it! You've rapped, we get it. Oh, we get it. Alright, so anyway... Uh, what else did you purchase, Adrian? What else did you purchase in a court of law? Uh, I don't think legally you can purchase anything in a court of law. But I always think of... Like, what if they did the double duty of you had a judge auctioneer and it's like, next time, I don't know, I don't know. I, I know that had to be, I think that was a, a Texas drinking or driving commercial. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was a Texas drinking or driving commercial. And they had like a bunch of people going in and out and it's like, Texas. It's like, um, uh, some like you drink, you drive. Uh, we'll take you to jail fast or something like that. I know I saw that somewhere, man. I know I'm not the first person to combine those two things, but it sucks when you can't pinpoint. It's like when you see a really weird sketch on Sonny and Cher and you're like, oh, well, this didn't end the way I thought it would end, you know? And you're like, well, I've never seen anything like this because it's so obscure. And then when you see something else that's like formulaic and is pretty much like a ripoff of something you saw on another show two channels ago. You know, it was like, mm, this is just like that other show. Um, some of the best stuff isn't reformulated. Um, yeah, like, if you haven't seen Sonny and Cher, the show, f f watch it, man. It is amazing. It is insane these people are crazy talented and yeah some of the jokes it's not the jokes it's the the acting and the portrayal and Cher is beautiful to look at she just looks so perfect and Sonny was such a lucky guy well not luck I don't believe in luck but he was such a funny guy because that's what got that's what got him her and that's what she liked in him. And that's what I'm pushing on y'all. Not literally. But um, 
It's like, so you, you're looking for a share? Oh. Yeah, I'm looking for my share. I'm out to get my share. But that sounds creepy, like I'm going to kidnap her. No, no, no. I just want a woman that's, you know, cool with busting in the song randomly. And uh, also um, likes me, you know, um, for myself. Um, my, I think my favorite Sonny and Cher performance was when they did... Uh, uh, so Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Look out, baby, cause here I come, and I'm bringing, was it, uh, so get ready, yeah, so get ready, get ready, I'm sorry, my mind is going different places, um, what is it, I'm gonna tie you up to a chair, so get ready, get ready, cause here I come, okay, um, god, that song's awesome, and that performance is amazing. Why are you talking about something? You were just talking about Superman. How are you going to edit around this, Adrian? I guess I can't. I guess I won't. I guess I can't. I guess I won't. That's why I know. What, is it? what, did, what did you say, Coolio? Um, what, in the words of Coolio, I churned butter once or twice, living in an Amish paradise. I just want Coolio to rap Amish paradise once before he dies. Just... Do it, Coolio. I know you're listening, man. I know you're listening, man. Just do it, man. Everybody would love you for it, man. You're saying man a lot, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm gonna meow, meow, meow all over you. So get meow, meow. Get meow, meow. Cause meow, meow, meow. Get meow, meow. Cause here I meow, whoa, whoa, get meow, meow, cause here I meow. Ah, <sighs> Superman. Okay, so, what else did you buy at the thrift store, Adrian? Oh, that story, that's right. Uh, I've got four cats, I've got four little cats, and, um, you know, my three little girls, and uh, my boy with an eye. He's got two eyes, but there's also one in his name, there is, governor. Um, I bought one of them little tents that, like, uh, this is gonna sound weird. You know how they have those, like, wire tents with material on them, and kids can, like, walk in and out of them? Well, I bought one of those tents for four bucks, four whole dollars, and my girls love it. Here's the problem, though. It's a collapsible tent, you know, and it's meant for small kids. It's, it's, it's about, like, you know, two and a half feet, whatever. Uh, but, um, I also have no concept of height. And, you know, it's like, how big is that 16-foot ladder? It's at least 18 feet. Uh, so, anyway, um, it's, it's got, it's pink and it's got, uh, princesses on it. And I don't give a fuck. But, the cool thing about it is, it's got three entrances. One's got a dual door, the other one's got a flap, and then uh, the other one's just a hole. It's just a gaping hole on the side with the crescent moon shape or whatever. And they love it. But the thing I was getting to before, they jump on top of it. And it's a collapsible tent. So we got to worry about the tent inspector coming around, anything like that. It's like... There's not any small cats jumping on the top of this here tent, is there? No tent inspector, leave us alone. So yeah, we, um, we, and by we I mean me and the cats, have walked through this several times. I tell them, 
do not jump on the top. They look at me and nod. I look away. I hear a thud. I look back. They're sitting in the middle of the tent. And it's not enough that they've gone and plummeted to the ground. Oh, no. Oh, no. The best part is they stay, they stay right in there while they're like, once it's collapsed all around them, they're like, well, this is actually kind of nice. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like that. But I purchased those things. I also got me a giant beach towel with um, ladybugs on it. Uh, one side's red, one side's black. And it's like the reverse. I love negatives in photos, man. The negative. We Look, everything's digital now. You don't get negative images anymore. I am such a geek about negative images that I will always, always, always and vagina each moment with you. I just love your vagina. And I guess I love you too. Every day. Shove that right in my face. It means the world to me. It's a pie. Alright, that's enough. That's enough, Adrian. That is enough. That's enough. You really care and will save vagina to get there. All right. All right. All right. So. So this beach towel, it is super humongous. I am a gentleman that's over the six foot limit. So regular towels, they don't uh, they don't work on me. Well, they work, <laughs> but um, you gotta. It takes two towels. Look, it either takes two towels. Uh, I take two towels before I take two towels, and then I take two more. <laughs> oh, um. Oh, man. Ever since a friend of mine pointed out that I laughed like Star Wars, now sometimes I'll do it unintentionally. It's like a subconscious thing now. Meow, 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 meow. Okay, so, um, yeah. I don't know. dilly, whatcha dilly, whatcha dilly, bop, bop, whatcha dilly. Just skip it, bop it, all those other things that sound weird. Like skipping and bopping. So I decided to go a weird route because while sitting in a waiting room and perusing someone else's phone, I saw a couple of people that I actually thought I would like to stay in contact with on the booking of the face. So I established a page, uh, not a business page, of course, because I uh, get like... um, Get like three pennies uh, every time you uh, hear one of them ads. Or I get half a penny. I get half a penny every time you hear those ads. And I think I'm almost up to a dollar. So I have no real money. Um, But I will sell out uh, at the drop of a hat. 
you know, so, and apparently for half a penny. Um, you've just got to bring that half a penny over here so I can at least see it. Uh, but, um, yeah, I... I established a Facebook page to, one, reconnect with these people. Kyle, I'm still waiting for your um, accepting of my friend request, Kyle. Kyle? Kyle. Seriously. Bro. Samson. I'm sorry. So, Kyle, if you can find it in your crotch, come on over to the Adrian Lozano show, man. Kyle, I'm looking at you. I'm not going to say your last name, but Kyle. Kyle, come on. Kyle. Anyway, so, friends, <laughs> whatever, look, uh, I'm just fucking around, or am I? Seriously, Kyle, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, uh, it's the, it's uh, Adrian Lozano, but it's the profile pic that has my infamous VHS logo for the Adrian Lozano show. Is that the sound effect that goes with your show, Adrian? Well, Reflection, shut up. Reflection, and the Reflection's a jerk, and he lifts an eyebrow. Oh, so yeah, I, um, I went that route. Now, you might be thinking, sell out! Yeah, totally. Uh, I love, um... Lars, when uh, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna sell out, sell out every crowd, sell out every show, every stadium. You know, it's like, okay, bro, we get it, we get it. Calm down. You're sounding a lot like Lars. Lars. Do kids today even know who Lars is? Is is if they're kids, they shouldn't be listening to the show. Show, show. Thanks, Goblin, who says show. Show, show, show. Again, thank you, Goblin, that says show. Show, show. Me the money. Oh, God. Okay, get out of here. He, he just comes out. He's from the 90s, folks, when Goblins was a thing. Oh, Hey, who loves this theme song? Right? Right? Oh, didn't you just want to watch it now? I know, I'm sorry. I didn't. Samson, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get your hopes up. Uh, it's just such good things. I didn't even know, so I started uh, following uh, Fred Gwynn on the on the uh, Instagram. The hashtag Fred Gwynn. I didn't see a page. If there is a page, let me know. Um, but what was I getting at? Oh yeah, the booking of the face. If you're related to me, you might not want to um, go peruse my stuff. But if you're a fan of adult content, and I'm not talking penetrative sex, I'm talking about talking about penetrative sex. Then yeah. Um, I'll, I'll level with you. I'll level the playing field with you. I, um, I'm on the gram quite a bit. Um, so if you really want to get a hold of me, get a hold of me there. It's the one with the pictures, Adrian Marcus Lozano. You have heard this like six times on the show. Um, why are you pushing it so hard? Because look at that one guy, that one guy. Yeah. John Legend. What does John Legend have to do with anything, Adrian? Well, I'll tell you, listener. This went from a simple promo spot to now a segment. That is what is up. I am American, damn it. And that's probably why I'm so irrational and so uh, difficult to understand. Where are you going with this, Adrian? I am going 
I'm here now, and you're there. Don't make that joke every episode. It's really, really lame. Noted. Okay, so... I wiggle when I walk, and I wiggle when I don't walk. Just a meow, my meow. Now, we was walking, and a talking, and a monkey, and a something, and a meow, meow, meow. Um, like a long neck goose. Oh, baby, that's what I like. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, baby, but, but, but. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? Like, I love that song. Uh, Shant- it's, the song's called Chantilly Lace. Um, if you've never heard Chantilly Lace, you're a loser. But anyway, the song is called Chantilly Lace. Um, and, uh, it's just a good song. It's one of those things that creeps into your mind. Uh, but it crept right the hell into my mind. And that was a cat sneeze. The only, the only time you get original cat sneezes is here on the Adrian Lozano show. Or I guess Cat Sneeze Incorporated. Um, they... I'm not affiliated with them. But I am affiliated with butts. And when you listen to Chantilly Lace, you get in this little thingamabobber where he's saying butt a lot. And do you remember the episode of The Simpsons where Bart was going out with the reverend's daughter and he went over to dinner there at their house and um, Mrs. Lovejoy kicked him out or had Reverend Lovejoy kick him out because uh, never have I heard such uh, use of the word but, and then um, Bart Simpson's getting kicked out the door, and he's like, but, 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 make him stop, you know, Love Lovejoy's wife says, make him stop, and he's like, but, 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 <laughs> so, um, there's a little peek into my mind, when I hear Chantilly Lace, I think about the Simpsons, but, baby, but, 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 oh, baby, but Chantilly Lace. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, if you've never heard that song, you listen to it, you'll be like, but, 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 but. Oh. So that's what this ultimately turned into? Was you referencing a song in a Simpsons clip? Is this what the show is? Yeah, it is. It's a lot of this. It's so much of this. And then so much more as well. You know? It's a lot of things. But it's mainly British accents. Oh, man, really? Oh, not British accents. See, the cat's going to leave because there's British accents. Say something British, cat. Awesome. That was Ho-Ho the cat. Um, you know, convicted twice of uh, being a cat. <laughs> yes, sweetheart, yes. I know, I know. We're going to spring this loader. Okay, so stay tuned for more great content and more things that would begin as bumpers and then turn into segments. We're bumping those segments. Bump them hard. So you're asking yourself, Adrian, what... Hold on, let me drag this chair. What is up with you... Uh, talking about John Legend. No, no, it's not like that. I wasn't talking about him. Sorry, I'm not dangling keys again. I'm not gonna, this isn't the dangling keys podcast. But look, sometimes my keys are in my back pocket. And when I sit down to talk to you and look at myself in the mirror, I do not want to, you know, um, 
poke myself in the... Anyway, look. John Legend. Uh, everybody knows John Legend's wife, Cardi B. Wait a minute. Chrissy Teigen. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Um, uh, I go through a lot of news, folks. Um, just saw Cardi B think she's, she's, she's cool, I guess. I, I, um, I don't listen to that kind of music that much. She's pretty. Um, what do you want from me, okay? I said her name by mistake. It's not a Freudian thing. I don't think Freudian should have married Cardi B because he was already married to his mom. Anyway, um, the thing is with John Legend and his wife, Chrissy Teigen, uh, is it Teigen? Oh, God, now I'm hoping I get her last name right. Fuck. This is like, I can't use my phone because I'm using my phone as we speak, but I can't use my phone to like look shit up. And then if I do, I have to pause and it really breaks up the momentum of the show because the point I'm trying to make is John Legend's wife got her start on Instagram. And I've just found a lot of acceptance there on the gram. I found a lot of people, and by people I mean um, numbers on a page. <laughs> I mean, I look, I follow a lot of artists. I follow a lot of artists. If you're an artist and you follow me, you're getting followed back. I just, I appreciate art. I got a lot of people um, that compliment me that do not follow me which is interesting i mean it's not about followers but i do like exposure i am an exhibitionist in the regard of i have art to put on exhibit <laughs> so if i was going to have an exhibition oh and when i say exhibit i don't mean the rapper um you 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 have to understand that right he's not a thing anymore is he if he is good for you, I guess. Um, look, it's it's cool having a platform like the age we live in, man. This is the it's the future is meow. The age we live in, uh, it's very cool to have um, instant gratification for your work. And um, being American, that's especially gratifying to get it instantly. You know, it's um. It's amazing how this whole thing can just change. This whole process can just change. Uh, and somebody can go from having six posts um, and no followers to once those followers see those posts, they've got like 2,000 followers. I see people with no posts have like 7,000 followers. And I don't understand how algorithms work because I drink a lot. But anyway, um, I don't... Uh, I don't get how some people have no posts and yet have so many followers. I guess they bring them over from other social platforms or whatever or what have you. It's none of my business and I guess I really ultimately don't give a fuck. Because if you were to tell me, I'd stop listening. But um, I guess ultimately you're saying I'm a lot and ultimately you're saying ultimately a lot. Because you do, you dance with your arms and you wiggle your wigglishness. You're getting off topic again. You were talking about Cardi B. No, it wasn't, Reflection. <laughs> okay. So, John Legend's wife, Chrissy Teigen, got her start on the gram. And I'm not saying that I hope to be a gram celebrity. I'd like to be a person known for podcasting, being funny, and also doing art on Instagram. 
Wait, isn't that an Instagram celebrity? Look, just get off my back, all right? Reflection? Oh, Okay, stop. You, you break into these, like, you have, like, one of 46 songs, and you go to these same 46 songs. I know, they're great. Um, oh, fuck. You've been working too hard, and that's a fact. Oh, the, the peoples, man, the peoples. Uh, you're getting out. Zod the people. Oh, you say that every episode. I, uh, it's probably like, maybe there's a bingo. Uh, I love bingo. But maybe there's a bingo out there where somebody's got an Adrian Lozano podcast bingo. Where it's like, every time he breaks into a British accent, or every time... He breaks into song, or every time he references something obscure and then changes the subject. You're creating the bingo now, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm laying the foundation for it. But anyway, uh, I watch the Sunday morning news from CBS. You don't believe everything that they say, but you got to appreciate the fact that they've got a lot of uh, badass uh, reporters on there. I'm not going to name names because I don't want to leave anybody out, but there's a lot of badass stories on there. Jane Pauley's a loser. Um... I love Charles Osgood. Everything Charles Osgood does is great. Um, he's uh, the originator of I'll See You on the Radio. Um, he's also just an amazing talent. A hell of a piano player. That dude can fucking tickle them ivories, baby. He can tickle those ivories. Charles Osgood. Look up Charles Osgood playing piano. And he can also wear a bow tie like a spy. So, yeah. Um... Meaning he looks sharp, not like he's got a giant microphone in it. Uh, but um, yeah, Charles Osgood, and he also sings too. So it's uh, he's very, but his piano playing, I would say, outshines his singing because it's like, shh, 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 I'm listening to you play piano. Shh, shh, shh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jane Polly or whatever, you know, I mean, she's a person. Um, but uh, I'm not knocking her. Yeah, that's great. You've been reporting. That's awesome. You're dull as cardboard, Jane Polly. Liven it up. Maybe, you know, do a couple shots before you fucking record the show. It's, you know, whatever time you record it. You know, it's all pre-recorded. When you're watching something in the morning, you think she's up at that hour? No. No. She's out bar hopping and whatnot. I don't know. Look, I've never met her. Do I want to meet her secretly? No. Because I'll be like, where's Charles Osgood? And then it's like, oh. We'll be right back with Sunday Morning News. Okay. So, um, or this is Wednesday. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, these come out on Wednesdays. But whenever you're listening to this, I usually upload them about 4 a.m. Because I'm up. I'm, I'm awake. <laughs> I'm not always awake, but it's like I wake up early. That's that's how to put it. That's how you put it. Put, put it, put it, put, put, put it, put it, put it. So, Chrissy Teigen. This guy, dude, just finished the segment. Okay, so Chrissy Teigen, internet celebrity, internet celebrity, Instagram celebrity, internet celebrity Nick Mason is also an inspiration of mine because he's a regular person with a regular life and he's just funny as can fucking be. Without even trying, he's funny. And his the sound of his voice is um, it's something that I guess hits my conch shells just right because I. Um, I like it. Him and James have the ability, I guess they're Australian accents, have the ability to make me happy no matter what I'm feeling in real life. And I say in real life because they're on the other side of the fucking world. And their day-to-day isn't my day-to-day. You know, my day-to-day is real life. But their day-to-day is a fantasy world that I live in of them (laughs) 
living normal lives. In that fantasy world of Australia. Look, folks, I'm not afraid of working, but I really like making people laugh. And I think, I think the world would be a better place if I did that. Flash forward into the future, the year, you know, 5,000. If he had only just not done comedy. Dun, dun, dun. Hopefully you enjoyed this show, and if not, well, I don't really care. But if you did enjoy it, then I would like to hear from you. You can send me a dirty message, maybe even a little garbled, I don't mind to the Adrian Lozano show at gmail.com you can also hit me up on the gram at Adrian Marcus with a K Lozano not all one word as well as at Marcus Lozano Marcus again with a K on the Twitter thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of whatever it is you are doing a special thank you to cw.o'reilly for that wonderful theme song you hear at the beginning of the show make sure to check out his instagram at cw.o'reilly he's a lonely man who knows how to play guitar and sing very well thank you very much cw.o'reilly and now here's a parody cover of um something special from the heart please enjoy this by yourself and don't tell anybody how badass this is. It's our secret. I had a breakdown. And you're gonna listen to it. Oh, it's about two minutes and you're gonna fucking love it. Cause I love it. And I love you for listening. Aww. Mwah. I will see you. Never. Unless I run into you in real life. But realistically, or you could you know, like message me or whatever, and then I'll see you. Or we could FaceTime in the face time continuum. <gasps> FaceTime continuum. Anyway, check this out. I really like it. It's good, but it's also terrible. I felt so happy. I felt my wife, and then she wifed me. Yeah, and then she wifed me. She wifed me in a way that I haven't been wifed before. She wifed me in a way that I want to be wifed forevermore. I knew that it was her, so I gave her all the love that I had. I knew it was weird when she took me home and said, There's my dad. Then she asked me to be her wife. And I was like, wait. I thought. I thought you were going to be my wife. I misunderstood our whole relationship. What's going on? I don't understand. What is this? Oh, God. I'm the wife.
She wiped me in a way that I want to be wiped. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fucking... Hey, on second thought, I think my Instagram is all one name, word, and it's a noun. I think it's all one, and one is all, all for one. Okay, yeah, so Adrian, Marcus with a K, Lozano, mash them together, not literally. But I think it is all one word. Somebody stopped me on the street and said, hey, get out of the street. And I said, leave me alone. Have a great day. Enjoy the rest of whatever the hell it was you were doing. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah well, I mean. Hey, you know uh, what? How do you feel about Wednesdays? Uh, Wednesdays are all right. Honestly. I'm about to make Wednesdays fucking better. You know how? Ask me how, Becky. How the fuck are you going to do that? I'm going to start releasing my podcast on a regular basis every Wednesday. That's right. Consistency, motherfucker. There you go. Every <laughs> Wednesday. Every Wednesday is going to get a lot better now because my podcast will come out every Wednesday. Well, that's what I'm fucking talking about, man. Rain or shine, my friend. I've got a schedule to hold to and I've got, I've got bullets in the chamber, so... Whoa, well, it sounds like it's going to be explosive, folks. Um, but seriously, um, yes. very, very yes. cool. You have been listening to The Adrian Lozano Show.